Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. Like yesterday, we've got another little bonus episode coming to you today on my way back from the big city again, where I was up at the Cleveland Clinic for a follow-up appointment as part of the whole functional medicine experience. And part of the whole functional medicine experience includes behavioral health therapy, which is something that I did not anticipate getting into when I began this process, because what led me to functional medicine in the first place was a a, a, a number of different issues and challenges that I had difficulty addressing with all of the different specialists that I had seen. And primarily it was related to, or the, the thing that prompted functional medicine was first and foremost, people that I respected and hearing their experiences after going through the process and also, like I said, the inability to effectively address the gastrointestinal issues that I had previously been experiencing and since integrating functional medicine into my life beginning in early September 2021 have largely um, taken care of themselves. So, in a sense, I have healed myself. Now, like I said, behavioral health therapy was not something that I anticipated participating in, but it was suggested to me, and since I have engaged in some therapy and counseling in the past, I figured well, I've got nothing to lose, the whole world to, to win, so why not? And boy, am I glad that I did. It, the process of behavioral health and, and the therapy, which is with me at this point largely consisted of talk therapy, has been very revealing and it has allowed me to unpack and examine a lot of what I do, why I do it, and right now that is critical because I feel like I am figuratively writing the next chapter of my life and to get an even better grip on that process, I decided to not simply figuratively write the next chapter of my life, but literally write the chap next chapter of my life. And the way in which I am approaching 
doing so is through the self-authoring suite, which was developed by uh, a team of people, one of which was Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. And I will link to this in the show notes. And the self-authoring suite consists of several different uh, phases, if you will. You've got the present authoring, the future authoring, and the past authoring. And I chose to do the past authoring first, and then focus on the present authoring, and finally write my future. So for the purposes of the past authoring, I have divided my life into several epics. The first being pre-grade school, the second being my grade school memories, the third being high school or my mid to late teens, the fourth epic being my college years or my late teens and early 20s, the fifth epic being my 20s my, or my mid to late 20s, the sixth epic being my 30s, and the seventh being my 40s or to the current day. And to give you guys some backstory and some context and also to refresh my own memory, I will go ahead and share with you the experiences from each epic that came to mind as I was writing and hopefully that will encourage the thought flow and the process into the current events. The six most profound experiences of my 40s to the current day. So let's get right into it. Now, remembering back into the pre-grade school days was a little challenging, and I won't give you the specific details of each story, but um, what I will do is give you the title and a little bit of a snippet for some context. So my first memory occurred at the age of six or seven at the house I grew up in, in Brook Lane, Bay Village, Ohio, where my first memory involved pinching rhododendron buds and remembering how sticky they were. So my first memory is associated with plants. A second notable experience was uh, something that was not so much a memory of mine, but something that was told to me, something that is revisited more and more often as my nieces and nephews grow up, but I was an early reader and my, my mom has fond memories of going to pick me up at preschool or kindergarten or something and instead of the teachers reading to the class, uh, I was. So that was a, a notable experience. Um, 
there are some memories and photos that uh, that I've got some some memories of and uh, there was one more time I have a, a, a story called one more time about when I was about the age of six maybe the summer before first grade where I was riding my bike down a hill in my Aunt Nell's backyard in Pennsylvania and the dew was come I gotta get I gotta keep going and blow through these uh, memories one more time I rode my bike down a hill towards the end of the day uh, the dew caught my brakes slid into a railroad tie went face first into a pile of bricks broke my nose split my lip just a pretty pretty solid experience as a kid um, fifth experience I remember was skipping stones at the age of six or seven with my grandfather and my father down at Rocky River Reservation down in the Metro Parks and I've got a little bit more work to do to try and dig up one more memory from that time but moving on into grade school I had a mem my, my first memory was the diagnosis of epilepsy at the age of 13 running around with friends and our childhood dog again at the house I grew up in in Brook Lane a story that my sister shared with me about how my brother and I picked on her she had made a fort and said no boys allowed that sticks with me to this day about how I picked on my sister and some of the ways in which I mistreated her and other people around me as a child and another memory the fourth memory I had was titled of a sexual nature and it wasn't so much that I was sexually molested as a child but I was exposed to sexuality with or by some of the, the neighbor kids um, before I fully understood what it meant to be sexual so that that was something that contributed to my to my youth being a little bit more sexually active uh, or, or experiencing that at a younger age than, than many people do perhaps and the fifth experience I had was in grade school when my skin was peeling off my hands. My hair was falling out. And all these severe attacks that I had as a result of the medication that I was on, taking because of epilepsy. And the sixth experience that I had was after, uh, it's called titled From Bloody Nose to Best Friends. A fun story about how to settle differences one of my high school football coaches brought out some boxing gloves for me and a, one of the soccer players to box it out I was the new kid and, except his old man was a, a golden gloves fighter and this, this guy schooled me power hurts but speed kills and that was a, a lesson I learned at a very young age now moving into the um, high school 
epic, my mid to late teens. One of the first memories that I had was doing a leaf collection for school with my uncle as part of a science project. And I had immense fun doing that. And as a matter of fact, we still might have that in some boxes after all these years for moving. Second memory was on the discovery of cannabis at the age of 14 or 15. Realizing that use of cannabis at that time and to this day was one of the few things I could do to help me feel normal. So, it's what I do. I use cannabis. Quite frankly, quite frankly, I use it regularly. That was my second memory of the uh, high school years. Third memory was titled The Apartment. And in a nutshell, some friends and I coordinated to rent an apartment with, uh, oh, cripes. I thought that person was turning and they weren't sorry about that. Um, yowza. Pulling off the highway there, there's a, there's an intersection where almost everyone turns onto the highway, but that person did not. And I made the presumption that they were, and they weren't. So lesson learned, focus on your driving, Robin. Less on story time. But anyways, back to story time. We rented this apartment on uh, West 117th Street in Cleveland, and we used it as a place to party. It was quite ridiculous, actually. Um, the base of friends that I had was quite large. I went to a Catholic grade school and then went to a public high school. So I had a lot of friends at the public high school. I had a lot of friends at two different um, Catholic high schools. And they had friends all over the city. So this, this place got pretty rowdy and pretty rambunctious at times. The fourth experience was called Athletics and Beyond because athletics was a tremendous part of my childhood, even including a partial scholarship to play football in college, which I did, and uh, more on that later. The fifth experience was called Finding the Stash, where my parents found some pot, and uh, which is a segue into the sixth experience from high school, which was outpatient rehab. So I was the high school jock, captain of the football team that ended up in rehab because my parents and some teachers were concerned about the drugs. We were in the height of the drug war in the mid 90s and that was a bad time to get caught with a little reefer. So anyways, after that, we got the college years, my late teens and early 20s, where I went to Mercyhurst University on a football scholarship and dropped out, transferred over to Ohio University, studied philosophy and English 
Chinese briefly and uh, spent a lot of time contemplating Alan Watts and dropping acid uh, before ultimately dropping out where I went through another period of sobriety and then began selling Christmas trees having more in-depth experiences with epilepsy and depression from what just seemed like a failed life at the time. My fourth experience was finding purpose in horticulture and returning to or attending ATI, the Agricultural Technical Institute of the Ohio State University in Worcester, Ohio. The fifth experience was titled The Colorado Years, which Horticulture via ATI led me to Colorado through an internship where I eventually lived for a few years, which led to the sixth experience from my 20s, or the college years, the early 20s rather, which was titled The Aftermath of the Accident 40 Miles from Denver where I had a seizure behind the wheel, drove into a cement truck, had to get cut out of my car, a 1988 Subaru DL, was paralyzed in my left arm, and my mom and my brother came out around Thanksgiving of 2002, 2003, something like that, and we moved home and literally 40 miles from Denver the song by Yonder Mountain String Band came on 40 miles from Denver and I broke down that song holds a special place in my heart because Jeff Austin formerly of Yonder Mountain String Band a few years took his own life. In my 20s, my mid to late 20s, the significant experiences from this epoch are 9-11. Bombing in the Magnolia of Virginia and I was outside in my parents' backyard, the house where I grew up on visiting home at some point during the internship when the 9-11 bombing happened, my brother was inside and I was outside messing around with a Sweet Bay Magnolia when it happened, when we went in to watch it together. Second experience from my mid-20s, late-20s was creating a newsletter at Cahoon Nursery where I first ex started experimenting with Microsoft Publisher in the early 2000s, creating a newsletter on my own time because I was passionate about what I was doing. I was passionate about the nursery. I was passionate about everything at that time. So that's what I did. And I was also passionate about my drinking and drug use again at this time, more specifically my drinking, and that was where I'd, I'd hit rock bottom after the accident, 
I came home, I was drinking heavily, trying to figure it all out, and I got a DUI. Went back to the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. Went back to 12-step programs, went back to sobriety. The fourth experience was titled Landscape Design, a landscape design Certification in the Nursery Industry. 2004, by this point, I'd become so passionate that I'd begun taking landscape design courses in order to further my education, my skill set, and uh, have more things that I could do with regard to my career. And uh, the fifth experience was my the beginning of my obsession with the Appalachian Trail. And I began planning for a thru-hike. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I figured the best thing to do at that point in time would be to thru-hike the AT. So I started researching how to do that, getting books off from the library and putting together gear lists and dehydrating food and stashing medications and putting together kits. And I went, went to North Carolina to visit a friend of mine, actually the very same friend who gave me a bloody nose a freshman year in high school. Lived out in Colorado together, not in the same house, but at the same time. And he was the one that was encouraging me to move to North Carolina. So I went down there and he was gonna help me do a psych hike, you know, and drop me off Nanatehala Outdoor Recreation Center. And uh, I was gonna hike seven days northbound and then he was gonna pick me up at uh, some gap I forget. But uh, before I could even get started, you know, I sprained my ankle, broke my ankle one morning with him and that was the end of that. So I figured if I couldn't through hike that year, the best thing I could do would just be moved down to North Carolina. At which point I did after my first banjo experience, which was the sixth experience of that time frame. So moving forward into my 30s, we dive into the North Carolina years and an introduction to the old ways from living down there which included old-time music, slow food, farmers markets, um, just living a life that included a lot of old traditions and old life paths. The second experience was titled The North Carolina Years Departure from the Old Ways, where I left North Carolina, returned to Ohio, and began working in a field that provided me with an opportunity to climb the corporate ladder, and that was in forestry. And that led to the next experience of beginning around uh, February 2008, a return to Ohio and taking paid walks in the woods. And it was that forestry experience that led to the, the corporate years, which it was experience number four the utility forestry and project management corporate years. And that led, that, that consisted of a few years before experience number five, which was leaving corporate in the California years. And ultimately, that led to the experience number six, 
final experience that I've written about, which was the final project that I did with the Davy Tree Expert Company, working in Austin, taking on that project before that was rudely interrupted by a coma after a extended trip in the Utah backcountry, Capitol Reef National Park in late uh, 2013, I guess. So that brings us to the current day, current epic, and where we are and what has happened since uh, since then. So since 2013, I would say the first, uh, or since 2014, since I really arrived home at, in late September, early October of 2013, the first the first memorable experience that I had was, I wasn't even driving at that time. I, I was so afraid to drive that because of the, 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 the intense experience that I had in being in a coma that, uh, and we were living in a rental just a few miles from the property where we live now but I wasn't driving there, so I would walk. And it, it was probably, it was probably about a 45 minute walk. And I just spent time walking through the woods at the property. And they logged it. The neighbors logged their property and man, they trashed it, you know, and I remember witnessing logging, the type of logging that, that, that occurred there and the, the, the destructive nature of it, just, it was, it was really a sight to behold. So I would say that would be the first notable experience. The second notable experience would have been the Permaculture Voices conferences. Uh, the first one, especially in 2014, was remarkable. Jeff Lawton was speaking there, Paul Wheaton was speaking there, Toby Hemingways was speaking there, um, Joel Salatin was speaking there, and I was lucky enough to share a meal with Jeff Lawton and Toby Hemingway and Larry Santoyo and Paul Wheaton that was cooked up by Seth Peterson and it was just this wonderful experience in this rental house up in Temecula with 20 different people from permies.com. That was my first introduction into the permaculture community and subsequently it led to a number of other awesome things. The, 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 the ideas behind the creation of my business, Deliberate Living Systems, which even after all this time 
having been founded in 2014, still in its infancy eight years later, but I have not thrown in the towel. There are plans, it's just been very slow. So guys, if you're out there thinking about a plan that you have, let it start it, but let it take, be patient with it. So permaculture, experience number three, perhaps deliberate living, or experience number two, deliberate living systems. And my experiences with creating a business, building a business, more specifically my failures with it. Chasing other people's dreams, spending money that I didn't have to impress people that I didn't know or care about, all the while while taking poor care of myself. The fourth experience might be the, the rise and fall of my, my career. Um, I say the rise and fall because for, for a while, I, I, had, I had very high hopes about, about my, my job and the future and how things were beginning to materialize as we implemented this new software program and I spearheaded that project. But the software wasn't implemented the way it was suggested and a number of things changed with the long term strategy and, and uh, plan with the business and at this point I don't know anything about anything long term there and it, it, it has transitioned from a career path to a, a, a punch clock job and uh, it's not ideal but it's real and um, and moreover, I've, I've talked about that with uh, I've talked about that with some levels of management there. So, mm, not much I can do about that other than acknowledge the fact that that is uh, the reality of, of that environment in my life as I perceive it at this time. So that would probably be the uh, fourth, the fourth experience. Um, compounded with the, uh, or, or perhaps even the fifth, I don't know where I'm at right now, but compounded with the business, deliberate living systems, I think what's also going to be noteworthy about that is to write about the burnout that I experienced in 2016 as well, um, which basically was a result of the full realization that the way I was approaching my big air quote business was uh, unsustainable. You know, the, I, I preached sustainability. I, I, I embraced these regenerative concepts, but everything I was practicing in my life was the antithesis of that. And I realized that I, I was at the point of burnout and I needed to change. So that was 2016 and um, 
and the, the, the following spring in 2017. Oh boy, a little, did you hear that guys? That was a little Acura, some little, some little rice rocket type of car. Um, yeah, there you have that. And I would say that the, the, the next, which kind of made me lose my train of thought, um, The next, the next experience, if I'm, so we had permaculture, the burnout, um, you know, the rise and fall of my career. Oh, and where I was going with that was uh, Financial Peace University was the big, the big springboard to the next experience the next notable experience and that 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 is still going on to this day and I would say if anything the next notable experience or perhaps the final notable experience for my 40s up until this current day would be the 2022 goal-setting workbook and the profound impact that that has had on my life so I think with, with that, uh, this, this has been a productive thought experiment, a productive thought share, a productive way to close out my experience with the behavioral health therapist. And um, in closing, one of the things that just seemed to align quite nicely was sharing the experience that I had with her about attending the, the, the church, the Orthodox Church yesterday, and the impact that it had on me. And strangely enough, as I'm working through writing these articles for Men of Order, first article I wrote to kick off the year was seven steps to making 22 your best year ever, a subsequent post about financial goals, a post about physical goals, a post about personal development goals, a post about family goals that was just released yesterday titled Strengthen the Family Unit They Are Trying to Destroy. I'll link to that in the show notes. And the next article in line is going to be on spiritual goals. And that was something that came up today. And as I'm working through all of these steps, these seven steps, financial physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and career, they seem to be dovetailing quite nicely with what's going on regarding the dialogue with myself and the behavioral therapist that I'm working with, and I'm honored to be able to be in a position to share these experiences with you guys. Hopefully, it is a benefit to you to hear all this. If you have any questions about anything, I would encourage you to join the group chat on telegram at t.me engage with us ask me anything you want or if you don't feel comfortable doing that in a group chat i welcome emails at allaroundgrowth at gmail.com and that is about it for today's show guys so i want to express some gratitude for you tuning in today and being a part of this with me thank you very much and i look forward to catching you on another episode tomorrow. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. 